It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. City Discount Tires. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Wild Peak AT3W All-Terrain Tire. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Wine. Oh, yes. So good to have your company this morning. It's Saturday. Time to start living your life. Gibber, producer Jason's forced me to wear his gigantic uh, Crows merchandise jumper that was imported from China. This has got a few suspect drawings on it. (laughs) Just describe what you can see. I reckon you could fit about four of you in that. Yeah, in that hoodie, let's say you, um, you're loving it. It's more you love like the a, colours. You love the the caricature <clears> of the crow that's yeah. taking a hanger by the looks of it mm. from here. What I really Sucha, love is the, that sweet smell of tobacco that's uh, emanating through it. Hey, Bryce, as the Matildas launch their World Cup campaign, Australia are right behind them, and they've shown it in numbers: fifty to seventy thousand people rocking up to the friendly and their game against Ireland so far. There's a buzz in the air, so we thought, who better to help us? Uh, capture the spirit of all, of all of that than a former Matilda herself, Alicia Carnivus. She's part of our SEN call team. Uh, good morning, Alicia. Where have we got you at the moment? Uh, look, I'm in sunny but very cold Melbourne. Good morning, guys. <laughs> so good to have you on. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, you, you were calling the Ireland game there. What, what did you make of the Matilda's first outing? Look, Fantastic, fantastic moment for Australian sport, Australian women's sport, first of all. So I think Mm. um, that environment was just sensational for them to be a part of and and play in. It was for us. It was amazing. Um, Ireland really took them to task, I thought. I thought they weren't backward and coming forward. They're very, very robust um, in the style of play and and really did a good job um, of of rattling our midfield for good periods of the game. I think what what we'll look at is how, with the loss of Sam Kerr up front, which is naturally, I'm assuming, how they would have um, based their style of play, working around Sammy up until she she withdrew, you know, 24 hours before the match. It'll be just about how they adapt moving forward for Nigeria and um, look at things that worked, look at things that didn't. But the reality is that... um, we didn't score in the in the free run of play, right? We we scored our goal of a penalty, and it could have quite easily been a nil all draw as well. So, a few a few bits and pieces. I'm sure the coaching staff will review and look at, particularly just in our the way we were kind of converting midfield possession into attack. We were, I thought, a little bit loose on the distribution there in a couple of moments, but otherwise, sometimes you need those rough, gritty wins, right? And if you can take mm. the pen football, you know, that's how it goes. So either way, they're in a great position for the group. Yeah, with Sam Kerr's injury, the calf niggle there, they're they're saying the line is that that she'll be back for the Canada game. What's your read on this type of injury? Yeah, it's really tricky, right? We've sort of had a good chat around it uh, as the comms team and then past players just bumping into to people and we're all got our own take on, on how this looks for Sammy. I mean, every person is different. Um, two games is, is pretty quick. Um, if it's a strain, that's, that's wonderful. That's great. Um, if that's all it is and she's she's out there against Canada and Melbourne, that's what we'd love to see. Um, but 
carbs are funny things. They can take a little bit longer. Um, it, it just depends. And so I, I'm sure she's got everyone sweating 24-7 over that, <laughs> that calf <laughs> up, until, up until the Canada game. But they sort of caught her outside Brisbane Airport um, yesterday and she said, no, nope, she'll be ready to go for Canada. So we wait, don't we? Well, fingers crossed that is the case. But uh, in our next match against Nigeria, she won't be lining up. And... All these games uh, can be tricky. You, you can't take any of these countries lightly. Uh, we play them up in Brisbane. It's going to be uh, some nice weather, we hope. Uh, what, are, what are we going to look out in their side? What are, what are their strengths? Uh, and what are, what, what are, what are going to be our, our challenges up against a, a strong Nigerian team? Yeah, I watched their match yesterday. I was on the call for that match against Canada. Um, the Nigerians are very, very sound defensively. Um, they defended really, re- really well. They frustrated Canada for a large part of the game. And I think one of their strengths is um, their ability to quickly turn that defense into a counterattack. They're quite athletic and quite quick. Uh, so that's the thing that the Matildas definitely will need to be wary of. Um, Quite similar to the Irish, they're a very physical team as well. So we saw a lot of physicality in that Irish match. Um, I think we can expect the same type of play, I guess, and the style of play from the Nigerians as well. Um, It's it's going to be a tight one. I I do think the Nigerians are a bit under the radar. We don't see a lot of African football here in Australia. And um, they've got some great players playing in in Europe for Barcelona, Real Madrid. So we, we just need to be wary. Uh, Alicia, just looking from afar, I don't think the the average Australian comprehends yet how busy this Matildas team are. They're travelling all all over the world, playing games, um, and, and I think there's some stuff that some of our other team sports could learn from their cutting edge philosophies. I see the coach was saying that he prefer, some of their players play better once they become a mother. So they travel around with, yeah. with some of their babies. Um, it's a pretty forward-thinking scenario in their squad, isn't it? Yeah, and look, I really like it. I'm a mum of two yeah. uh, young girls who look up to, to the Matildas like all the youngsters do at the moment. And I think it's a really nice thing to see, number one. Um, we would never have had that in, in years gone by. That would have been probably described as a distraction to have family or, or babies around a, a team camp. And some of our greats sort of had to retire because of, of having children. So times have changed, and I think it's really positive. Um, I'm on the road at the moment and travelling without my kids, which I thought was really wonderful for the first <laughs> week. Now you're kind of going, oh, I miss my kids, you know? So yeah. I think it, what it does for, for the player is that it helps them feel a bit grounded as well because the the nature of sport and elite sport, it's it's huge, huge highs and then really, really low, like low lows, you know? So sometimes I think for those players to have their family around, their children, just keeps things relatively calm and, and quite neutral in that space. So how far can this Matilda's squad go, do you think, Alicia? Obviously, we've got to get out of the, the group stage first and, and then onto the knockout stages. But, you know, with some some huge teams, some big teams, the USA, uh, England as well, uh, bat pretty deep. Um, how far can this squad go? Their, their beliefs obviously up at the moment after start, beating France in that warm-up game and, and now ticking off their first win against Seoul. And how far can this squad go, do you think? Look, I've always maintained that our group is the hardest part for us in many, many ways. We've got a really, really tough 
tough group. And I think people underestimate teams like Ireland and, and Nigeria just simply because they haven't had podium finishes over the last five or so years. But they're great teams. So I believe that if the Matildas can get out of this group, um, they can tackle anyone beyond that. They've proven it in the last couple of years. Tony's philosophy has been to play top 10 teams, play top European teams, uh, so that when we get to these pointy ends of competition, we're not overawed. We've got results against them, or at least we've gone toe-to-toe with them. So um, I think once they're out, um, I'd expect nothing less than a quarterfinal. I would expect a semifinal. And once we're in those stages of, of tournament football, um, anything can happen, really. They're all great teams. Uh, we see we see matches go down to penalties, right? Once the matches are in those types of spaces, it's it's anyone's game. So, oh, how far can they go? Depends on getting out of the group. After that, I reckon they can go all the way. Nice. Uh, Alicia, before we let you go, uh, in from a broader viewpoint, who is the biggest challenger, biggest favourite, if we're counting out uh, our Aussie squad, who, who do you like uh, as the best chance of winning this thing? Yeah, outside of the Matildas, I've been talking about Germany a fair bit. Um, they were the runners-up of the Euros last year. Um, so against England, I thought they were really unlucky. They had a sensational tournament and a very, very convincing tournament. Um, and they're under the radar. I feel like a lot of the teams that aren't in Australia at the moment, they're over in New Zealand. Uh, they're a little bit under the radar. Germany are here, but we haven't quite seen them play just yet. So Germany, for me, will be up there, and I expect the US to be up there as well. Very nice. Alicia, thank you so much for uh, blessing us with your time this morning. Uh, Your views are very valued here. No, thanks, guys. Appreciate your time having me on and enjoy, enjoy the weekend. You as well. That's uh, Alicia Carnivus. She was part of the SEN call team, Gibber, so you can catch her on air. And I think she'll even be calling the game up next today, which is between... USA and Vietnam. So the teams have just dropped the starting lineup. So obviously a pretty strong USA team uh, with Morgan up the front there. Mm. She's an absolute star. Should take care of Vietnam. So uh, that's in Auckland at Eden Park. Kicks off in about half an hour, Tom. Yes, exciting times ahead for the Matildas. They're a red, red hot chance at uh, getting this thing. It's currently 12 minutes to 10 o'clock. We've got to get to a break, Bryce, because up next, we're travelling back in time to 2009. I've had a lot of people uh, get in touch with me saying that they are enjoying these time travel segments where we go back and reminisce on all the things that happened in that year. Just to give you a taste, one thing thing that did occur in 2009 was... Pressure point! Pressure point! Yes, uh, the, the famous Brendan Vavola moment for the footy show. We're going to be covering all things of 2009. Up next, it's 10 to 10.